This is gonna be the intro. Yeah. Oh, hey, I didn't see you over there. Oh. Podcasting! <laughs> and that's how a, 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 an award winning podcast begins. Lights off. Airplane mode on. Airplane mode on, indeed. And uh, I think we should just go straight into it from there. I think we should as well. Although we copyright issues, who gives a fuck? I uh, know. I don't think we can. Like, people can claim Crayshawn. Just a little bit of hindsight. If any weird noise is going on, we're lying in bed. Last time we sat on the same bed, clothed. Now we're lying on separate beds across naked. the room, naked, staring at each other, glistening in the heat. <laughs> it's like a Roman bath. And we, oh, I just spilled so much beer over myself. I can see it from here, and it's dark. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, uh, not in hindsight, in, in reality, we've been out for an incredible steak dinner. I'm feeling pretty full. I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, we're now back at the apartment on the last night in Spain. I feel as though we should enjoy this properly and I say, hello, I'm Jamie. This is oh, part no, two. Uh, exactly, this is where it comes in. We're, this is fucking... Everyone complained about the last one being a bit dull, which we admitted it was at the end. Yeah. So this is it. This is it. Unedited. Maybe, maybe slight editing, but... Well, I'm Giles. This is... I'm Giles. This is Jamie talking to my left. <laughs> hello, and, I'm, uh, I'm Giles. Ja- no, I'm Jamie. <laughs> and uh, this is part two. Oh. So I think we're still going to call it episode ten, but... Yeah, it's, it's episode ten, but it's part two of the Spain cast. Yeah, it's, uh, if you haven't listened to the last one, I'm not going to explain how it happened. Go and listen to the excitement that was episode nine. Us talking about why we're lazy, basically. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, We Film Everything, so... Hello, gringos! <laughs> Yet again. I feel we should start with the fact that this podcast probably wouldn't be happening, apart from the fact that we just survived some... Can I hear background noise? Slight TV noise. Oh. Should we just get him to turn it down? Might be worth it a little, a little bit. Sorry, audience. I might just leave this in because I'm too lazy to edit it, so... <laughs> you just now load it. Fresh. Jamie's strutting across the room. There he goes. Can you turn the TV down, please? Edit it. Please, turn the TV down. Uh, so, yeah, I think we should start this by explaining a story that could have ended Viziv and the podcast and, and our lives. Viziv is definitely just a podcast. I think yeah. that's what most people know us for. But, uh, yeah... Yesterday we had an experience that gen- genuinely was... Ch- changed you. Yeah, I feel... I feel, Man, life is so worth living now. I, I've seen the side of death and I just, I just want to live every day and eat steak every night. So we started already. Yeah. By living the day by destroying a hire car. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we started yesterday wanting to go and find this canyon. When we're, when we're out in Spain we try and find these canyons which have got rivers at the bottom and... You kind of swim slash climb down them, and they're, they're generally pretty cool and really picturesque. And it's kind of like a more extreme hike, but a less extreme climb. Yeah, it's like swimming slash climbing slash hiking, and lots of jumps. And if you've seen Life Is Funny, you'd have seen footage from it. Yeah, you you jump off big rocks and things, and it's, it's generally awesome. Like you can't not enjoy it unless you haven't got legs or something. Um, they're not wheelchair friendly. No, definitely not. Uh, so we wanted to find this one that apparently was meant to be way better called. It was, it was nicknamed the Cathedral because it's such a high All the vultures' walls. nests. Yeah, all the vultures' nests due to vultures flying around, which is good anonymous. Uh, so we went to this town where one website said it started, walked about five kilometres down a dry riverbed in one direction. 
their tool bag. In heat and shit shoes and just generally unpleasant conditions. Our water bottle broke within about 10 seconds, so we had no water. Our GoPro, we realised, didn't have a memory card in it about 10 minutes into the walk. I'm happy about that. I'm happy that we didn't have water. Yeah. I'm happy we didn't have a GoPro as well. Come up, yes. So we walked down this fucking long riverbank. And then we knew we could walk back via these train tunnels. So we'd already seen these train tunnels and, and occasional trains speeding past. And, uh, yeah, we got about five kilometres down and we're like, okay, this is bullshit. Like, we've clearly gone in the wrong direction because we were really uncertain anyway. Walked back via these train tunnels, which involved just, yeah, live, live train tunnels with trains that could come down. And no electric rail, thankfully, but, like... A single... It was a single track, so uh, the, the tunnel is only one train... Wide. Train wide. So yeah. not, really not that much wider than a train. Yeah, I mean, we read on the website, if a train happened to come, you could throw yourself to the floor. Never run. Make sure you have a torch. And and hope, yeah, throw yourself to the floor and hope that... Use a backpack to cover your head. We don't have a backpack. Yeah, hope no stones get kicked up. Hope that nothing really happens. So, like, we were walking back and thinking, but, I mean, these tunnels we were walking were pretty short. Like, 200 metres at most? Yeah, a couple hundred metres. So it was, it was pretty quick to, like, blitz through it. In one of them, in the longest one, saw... A figure lying on the tracks, dead. And we were just like, oh, fucking hell, what is this? And we smelt the smell of death. And it was pretty horrendous. And up close, we realised it was a goat. It had been just absolutely slaughtered. It was just lying across the track. Exploded. So, yeah, we, we stepped past that and had to continue and everything. So we got back to the car. We're like, oh, cool. Canyon might be in the other direction. Because so we read the instructions and they were so ambiguous. So we thought... It was clearly some Spanish guy being like, I'm going to write some directions for the English. And, like... Yeah, just wrote the most fucked up directions to try and find this place. So we walked up the tracks a little bit the other way. Yeah, um, which had no sign of a river or anything. At least we were next to a river for that one. But at this point, we were so tired, so thirsty. Just destroyed, basically. I mean, we, by the end of that point, by the time we got back to the car after the second jaunt, we'd been walking for about five hours, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But on, on the journey out, on the second second bit, Jamie was like, what's that? Like thing up ahead. Is that there were loads of yeah. There were loads of like almost looked like switch points in the middle of the tracks. Like just random sleepers in the middle that obviously have either been put dumped there or um, were just, in use. yeah were yeah. in use whatever. Um, and I saw something that definitely didn't look like one of those in the middle of the track. It looked well, like furry. I was like that looks like an animal, and I was like that's a dog. It's tan, like it's sort of brown color. I was like I was hoping it was a deer. I, I like dogs. I was like that's that's definitely a dog. Came up to it, definitely a dead dog from the back. Walked past it, dead dog with no leg. Or head. Well, yeah, that was the thing. We were like, oh, it's got no leg. And then it was like, it's been decapitated. And then we were like, okay, the head's pointing away from us. Where's the head? Like, with the, the shoulders. Look to our, like, pretty much near our feet, and there's this upside-down dog head. The smell was so bad. Yeah, and it was pretty swollen, and we didn't know if it was pregnant because it had massive nipples. And just generally seeing a dead dog is pretty fucked up. Yeah, after we'd just seen a live dog that was probably its brother. Yeah, it just it down the road we seen another boxer, which could have been that dog. Um, so we walked a bit further, realised we were not getting anywhere again. There is a road next to the uh, tracks, so we decided we'd turn around um, and drive down the road next to the tracks, because the road followed the tracks for ages, so we thought... Like, maybe you can drive to the canyon and they just want you to park far away if there's loads of cars or... Yeah. Like, they just don't want you parking close to it or something. But we thought we might as well give it a try. Drove down... Got back to the car. Blisters and everything. Drove drove down there. Nothing. Uh, so then we, we realised that it could be that... Looking at maps and trying to decipher these instructions, we thought, oh, it could, could be the next town over. Like, down the valley. Um, the thing is, we were in the right town for the start... What they had said was the start of the canyon. It's, like, it's not like we were just completely guessing. It was like saying... 
the canyon starts at Croydon. But... But the canyon starts at Croydon and finishes at Sutton. But it never actually said, like, you need to get in at no. this point. It just said... The, the exact wording, if we're going to use that analogy, the exact wording would have been, the canyon starts at Croydon, finishes at Sutton. When you arrive at the train station, you need to park at the abandoned building near the train station. Which, to me, for the start of the canyon. Which, to me, means that you go to Croydon, surely. Because that's where it said the start of the canyon was. Yeah. It never said anything about... Anyway, so yeah, we, we basically drove another... 20 kilometres away down to this other town and uh, yeah on, a, on arrival see these signs saying like oh canyon yay and all of this but the only the only way to get to the canyon is through another four train tunnels all of which were considerably longer than the others um, I mean the first two were a couple hundred metres long yeah second both one, on curves though so you can really see the end yeah second one was a bit the third one was a bit longer but they, they also use a lot of arches of the tunnel, so only one side is a solid tunnel, and the third one was a bit more archy. And then the fourth one was like... Well, no, I don't think you should go into that yet. I think because we stopped at the third one. Yeah, yeah. And the point. other thing is they said that um, their first thing to get into the canyon is an eight-metre drop. You can either do it with a rope, or if you're all being a man... This is why I didn't use the phrase being a man. But if you're willing to brave it, you can just take the height drop. Into water, obviously. Yeah, into water. This was like, what, good at least eight metres... Into an inch deep water, like oh, it was yeah, like, no, like no, we were, yeah, we were, exactly. We were in the wrong place. That was so definitely. But it, the, the instruction said after three tunnels, just so yeah, poorly. The instruction said after three tunnels. We came out after the third tunnel, and the only way down was a horrendous drop into a millimeter of water, which it didn't even look like it led into a proper canyon. And we were like, we, Is it? we, we started climbing. We saw down. two deer though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we saw two deer. We started climbing down, and we were like, this can't be it. So we, we were like, all right, we're going to try this next tunnel. Because this first bit, the fourth tunnel, didn't look too bad. We could see light at the other end, and we were like, yeah, fuck maybe it. maybe 150, like, 200 metres. Yeah, we were like, okay, we can do this bit. So we blitzed it through there and came out to hundreds of metres of arches. And when we say oh, arches, even easier, a kilometre. When we say arches, we mean one side is brick wall and the other side is, like, pillars. So the light Probably comes, two metres apart. Yeah, so the light comes through. So we were like... And a path on the other side of the arches, so you don't have to walk near the train tracks if you don't want to. Yeah, so we were like, okay, this this... Could be it, but the, t- the, the the instructions did not say anything about this. Like, if you were going to write instructions about this thing, even a fucking child would write, you walk through three tunnels, then the fourth one, it goes tunnel, a kilometre of arches, then another fucking huge tunnel. So basically, we walked around, we, th- we got to these the end of these arches, and we thought, all right, that looks like a point where we could climb down, potentially. It's but just a scree slope. Yeah, horrible, like, horrible 100 metre down, like... Pretty high at this point, maybe fifty meters, but not not a path or anything like horrible. Just sh- sloped. It's like, could we do this? And we're like, no. Like, we're going to push through this next tunnel and see. And this next tunnel was the the guide says eight hundred meters, but like anyone who has been to school ha- who has seen an eight hundred meter track, this was. I'm going to say one to one and a half kilometers. Oh, easily, yeah. I mean, to give it like the the closest thing we can say is it was a perfectly straight tunnel and standing at one end. The light at the other end of the tunnel, bear in mind this is a big train tunnel, or tall train tunnel, not big, the light at the other end was probably no more, perspective-wise, no more than a couple of inches high. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it, it, is, it is incredibly hard to judge, but it was tiny, the, the, the light. And it took, you walked and you walked and you walked, and it got darker and darker and darker, and still that light did not get any bigger. And the way out, when we were going across the first time... We were walking and we were walking and walking and we had our hands against the wall because it is tight and you want to be able to touch the wall. You they have to... emergency exit points. 
But they're not X's, they're like well, no, X's, they're, yeah. they're, they're foot deep archways, but they come every couple hundred metres. So we had our hands against the wall, hoping that if we could get one of those, if a train did come, we could remember where it was, which to be honest, I probably wouldn't have remembered. It was just more for me, like, there's one just behind us, or there's not one for ages. Like. Yeah, but like, being able to touch the wall, at least you knew that if a train came, you could duck down and, and try and not get killed. God, you would have had balls if there was one behind you, to hear a train coming from behind you and turn around and run back towards yeah, the Yeah, exactly, towards the <laughs> fucking towards into the archway. And we were walking, walking, and like, hand scraping against the wall, and it just goes on, and it gets so dark, and I had Jamie in front of me on the way out, and so his head kept blocking the light, and all I could see was like a silhouette of him, and it's just... So, like, it's just a claustrophobic, but, but yeah, you, you can feel how people are. It's like, so dark, and it's closes in on so you. intense, and you're just walking, and you're like, if a train comes, like, we're going to have no clue until we hear that track whistling. And we'd heard train, we'd seen trains going before, and what would happen is there wouldn't be one for ages, then one would come, and then one would come about ten minutes later. So, like, we knew they did come. Yeah, we'd, the opposite direction, so we'd they seen maybe, over. We'd seen maybe eight that day, um, like, going... So we knew that we knew they were coming, and we were just like, "Fuck!" Like, well, I'm going to see one or not. And we we were walking and walking and walking, and eventually we got out, and it was like this sigh of relief. We're like, "Okay, cool." And we, we came out, see- and the view of the canyon was incredible. Yeah, we could see we were at the canyon with this path down, and it was the, it was clearly the instructions for the website. Like, but fuck, three tunnels. It was clearly four, and we were like, "Okay, here's the path. We're down into the canyon. This is perfect." Climb down this path, which was a bit of a bitch, like a bit of a tricky climb down, a bit slippery. Like, we're talking like climbing down rock faces. Get down there, jump in the water, freezing. So we start this little canyon thing, which should have been like one and a half to two kilometres of awesome swimming. At this point, we walked about six hours. And also, it was about six o'clock at this point. Yeah. So we knew we were running out of light, so we wanted to get in this canyon, and it was probably going to take an hour and a half to an, uh, like two hours. Because it was about a kilometre and a half long, the canyon. Yeah. So we were going to be swimming and climbing down rocks and just generally jumping and having fun and things. We got no more than 50 metres down before... That's a push, I'd say. Yeah. Before we faced a hard climb, which, like, um, not not an impossible climb, but... I if, did it, so it's not that hard. But if like, you slipped, you... Yeah, but you manned up. Like, if you slipped, you <laughs> fell onto rocks, like, holy rocks, like, rocks with big gaps in the middle, like, ankle-breaking territory. Like, you wouldn't climb down it unless you were confident that you could land without getting fucked up. Because if you, if you broke your ankle you would not get out of there without a helicopter. Oh, neither of us had phones either. This is the other silly thing. Yeah, we stupidly didn't bring phones, we didn't bring water, we didn't bring anything because we wanted to go travel light. Like, I mean, we were fully retarded. <laughs> Stand with us. I'm sure um, we'll do it again. Yeah. So, yeah, we eventually climbed down this thing and then scrambled through a few holes and down into these, like, deep river things. And then it just... It, the, the canyon just got deeper and deeper and the walls on either side of you got to, like, a good hundred... I mean, it... At the most, they said it's about 100 metres high on either side. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they do. And yeah. it was getting close to this stage, so we knew we were hitting like the bottom of the canyon. And the last thing we were faced was probably, I think, like a 12 to 13 foot drop into a foot of water over rocks that were just not, you couldn't land on them. Like, it wasn't a flat surface. No. And the either side of the, the hole you had to go down was a slick rock. There was no way you yeah, could pin. Was, you too wide that you couldn't pin yourself, so you couldn't, like. And you couldn't hang or either, because no. it was an overhang. But we knew tours, basically the worst place. Yeah, we knew tours went down here and they used abseiling ropes and things. But we'd read reviews where it said that you could do it yourself. Just take the drops. You either chose to abseil or just take the drops. But obviously weather depending, and it's been so dry out here that there was no water. Like you're talking about, yeah, a twelve to thirty foot drop onto just fucking rock pools with a bit of water in them, and that is just not 
Like if, if you if you could take the drops, but you, I, I'd feel that I'd break my ankles doing it. Yeah, because you'd, you'd land and slip on your ankles. Ooh. And then it was like, okay, you either try and climb back out, which would have been impossible, or you continue, which fuck knows how long that would take. And we didn't know what was ahead of us. We didn't want to get down there and then get stuck even further because we knew. Yeah, because it might be a twenty foot drop. We on the knew next we, we would not be able to get up this this thirteen foot thing because it was hard enough. We we essentially turned back. It was hard enough getting up this. I don't know, 10 foot climb between yeah. these rocks because it was slippery as hell. So, yeah, eventually we were thwarted and we were running out of light and we we're like, shit. We're but gonna... on our minds the whole time was this fucking train tunnel. We were like, it's cold, we're going to have to get out. So, we got out after climbing back out, which that was pretty hard. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm able, completely able to parkour and stuff like this, and these climbs are enough to make me like unnerved at being slippery and stuff like this. <laughs> So you didn't tell me that at the time. Well, no, but I mean, like, not terrifying, but just, like, you could slip and you could get hurt, and if you got hurt, you would have no chance of getting out or anything like that. So there was that level of uncertainty. So, yeah, but eventually we got out, and then we were like, shit, we don't want to go through this train tunnel again. Like, we have pushed our luck so much, because we... Kn- at, at that point, we'd never met a train in the tunnel. We'd always seen them, and we'd been standing way back from the tracks, and it had been absolutely fine. And then... So we were like, okay. train in the tunnel is just the worst nightmare. Yeah, I mean these tunnels are not wide, and the trains are big. Like they're not like freight trains, but they. You, if you looked at the train, you looked at the tunnel. You, you could see. You could be like, yeah, you could fit somebody down there. But you know, when you're talking like six, it like a foot clearance in front of your face, and the when train, you stand at the fucking station, a train unmanned train goes past, and you get buffeted by that wind. Imagine that in an enclosed space, and like we did not want to face that. So we were like, okay, we're going to try and climb over this tunnel. Which was like essentially a, a small hill, mountain, like rocky, covered in mountain goats and shit like this. Um, so we were like, cool, we're just going to have to man up and climb over it. So we got to the top of this huge Still hill. Still no water, just to remind you. This is now probably, well, judged by the time we got back, this is now probably seven o'clock. Yeah. So, so like, we have seven hours of that water. Which is just stupidity. <laughs> in hot sun. <laughs> and, uh, so we got to the top of this like hill, mountain, all rocky, like absolutely knackered. Loads of goats around us. We were like, oh, the goats are around. Like, well, the goats will lead us back down. So we hoped that basically we could... Basically, the hills are covered in goat pups. I'm sure you've seen anywhere where there are sheep or mountain goats, whatever. There. Yeah. There are loads of... So you, although it's loads of scree slopes and just horrible, like, really steep slopes, the goats have just walked out enough that you can just follow their paths. And they normally lead somewhere. But we hoped that we'd be able to get up to the top of this thing and then work our way back down and kind of come come down on top of the tunnel or next to the, uh, next to the train track where the arch bit was after this like one kilometre tunnel or however long it was so it was sort of up and down 500 metres up and down which doesn't sound that far but is pretty tiring and steep and stuff we got maybe 200 metres down and just realised that it was getting sheer like the most horrible thorny bushes and just starting to get to sheer drops like it got to the point where you weren't walking down past you were kind of scrambling and we knew that it was just going to get steeper and we are like okay fuck it like we're running out of time, we can't take another hour trying to scramble down this thing to then be faced by a sheer drop. Because, I mean, even a sheer drop of, like, four or five metres, we can't take onto fucking rocky bollocks. Like, that's just not feasible. So we then had to walk all the way back up and then down, and we're like, we're going to have to do the train tunnel. Like, we haven't had a train yet. As much as we're pushing it's getting up. getting darker, like, it's probably... They don't have trains at it's night. Coming, coming up to eight, yeah, it's coming up to eight o'clock. We're like, oh, there probably won't be any trains. But, like, we're like, if a train comes, we know what to do. We'll just have to fucking lie down, hope for the best. And, like, there was no point waiting to see if a train came because we could be waiting, like, two hours. 
Or there may not be one for that whole exactly. so we And we couldn't risk that because we already were going to be late back to the apartment. So yeah, we just hopped into this tunnel and started walking along. And Joe was in front this time. Yeah, I was in front because I said to Jamie, like, oh, you should try going behind because it's really hard to see the thing. We walked the tracks enough as well earlier in the day and this that we worked out the light system. They have traffic lights on the train tracks. Not all of them, though, we realised, but at the end of this one, we knew... No, the tunnels, but there's always the lights, yeah, so we, we worked out the lights. We knew there were traffic lights, like, at the end of this tunnel. We'd already seen them on the way out, and they were yellow at the time, which we worked out meant... It the trains come from behind us. Not, not necessarily, but it kind of didn't really mean anything, like... We just knew Red meant that a train was coming in front, green meant a train was coming like soon coming from behind you. Yeah. And orange we guessed meant that there'd be one pretty soon from like, behind. Kind of standby or whatever. But it was always orange. If a train wasn't coming, it was orange. Yeah. So we were walking and from because it's a straight tunnel, like ninety nine whatever the like very, very close to being straight. So we walked on the right hand side so we could see this light. And the right hand side was thinner than the left hand side only slightly but like we walked on it because we knew we could see this light and then we got to so we walked and we walked and we walked and like we're talking 10-15 minutes of walking through this tunnel um, wait I don't know it feels like that it's probably less mm, it's, it, it's like, agonisingly long isn't it yeah and uh, so walking and walking and you don't want to talk either because you want to make sure you're listening out for the noise yeah, of rail stuff you're so conscious of listening for this train that even like your footsteps we kept being like whoa, whoa, whoa stop and then you hear silence, and you're like, okay, no, carry on. And the other thing is, of course, we'd seen that dead goat, and we didn't want to, like, just uh, standing on one. Yeah. Yeah, because we trod on weird shit, like, just bottles and stuff, but it feels horrible underfoot. And we walked, and we got over halfway, and we were like, okay, if we cross now, we can get onto the slightly, slightly wider bit. But it was the, it was the, the reason that the right-hand side had metal jutting out, and we were trying to run our hands against the wall, but you kept hitting this bit of metal. So the left-hand side we knew was rock, because that's the side we walked on before. So we, we got to over halfway and we, could, we knew that if we crossed over we could just about still see the light, which at the current time was orange. And uh, so we crossed over, had our left hand on the wall, walking along, walking along, walking along, and all was sort of good. And then we got to, and we, we were set just before this point, we were like, if a train comes, like we'd hear it. Because all the other times we've heard, like, the track will whistle for about 10 seconds, you'll hear this hissing sound. It'll then go quiet for like 20 seconds, then the hissing sound will come back. And then it will build up and build up and build up, and then like thirty seconds later, the train comes. So we were like, "It's, it's fine." Like if the train in comes a tra- in a tunnel, it's going to reverberate even more. Yeah, we were like, miles. we were like, "Oh, it'd be absolutely fine." We're here so much more. Like we'll have so much more time to hear this. Walking, walking, about one hundred and twenty meters, maybe. I'd, I'd say about two hundred. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. It's hard, it's really hard to judge. But like, but I'd say between two hundred and one hundred meters before the end of the tunnel. So like, we we knew we were close to this this light. But we were still far enough away to not be like, oh, we're out, or anything like that. And I suddenly clocked that the light had gone off from orange, and it had gone to green. And I couldn't really work out how long it had been off, but like, I suddenly realised it was green. And I said to Jamie, I was like, the light's gone green. And we just instantly fucking started sprinting. And within a couple of seconds of our sprinting, we were like, shit, let's just go, let's go, let's go. Because we thought, oh, if it's gone green, we might have like a couple of minutes. Yeah. And this, within seconds of sprinting, my ears suddenly popped, like... That that feeling just fully shit me up so bad. <laughs> and yeah, my ears just suddenly pop and you felt all the wind behind you just go like like that in front. And I turned around and I just saw this train enter the tunnel like a kilometre away, just this light come in. And Jamie never turned around. No. And I was like I was concentrating and running. I was just like, the train's in the tunnel and we just fucking sprinted and like I mean what can you do two hundred metres, hundred metres in? Like pretty quick usually yeah 
It felt like forever. We were running in like plimsolls on stony shit. Oh, trainers. I have no excuse. (laughs) But stony, shitty ground with sleepers there. And this train was. You're just tripping every like. We hear this train. And only then, once the train is in the tunnel, could we suddenly hear the tracks. We hadn't heard it up until then. And I don't know if that's because we couldn't hear it or whether or not we just didn't hear it. And suddenly you could hear this thing fucking bearing down and it was getting louder and louder. And I was like. Also, running, you know you're not going to be able to dive to the floor. Yeah, because diving to the... Once you're at full foot running pace, you couldn't dive. Well, I mean, you could, but if you fully went for a dive onto your face, you're not going to get close to the wall. So you'd have to stop and kind of lie down, which was going to take valuable seconds. And, like, we were close enough that we knew we could probably make it. And I was... So, oh, fucking hell. Like, And I just remember shouting to you. I was like... Because you were like, whoa, 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 I think, because I think you are worried about tripping. And I was like, you're right? And I was like, yeah. I know, that's when I was saying, I wasn't like, whoa, stop. I was like, whoa, Yeah, tripping. yeah. And I was like, you're right? And you are like, yeah. And I was like, if you go down, let me know. And like, we were just fucking pelting it. Like, and you could hear this thing getting louder and louder in the air. And yeah, it was fucking intense. So intense. Just stress and like... It was just like... Life flashing for your eyes kind of moment. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I didn't get no. that. And it wasn't like, I'm going to die, but it was like, holy fucking shit like every adrenaline yeah and we literally just got to these fucking I mean I was a few metres ahead of you bombed out turned around saw you coming out we dived like to the left and like got to these arches because that's the other thing you haven't explained 600 euro fine each if you get caught in the tunnels yeah and uh because like if the train drivers see you they can report you and, and and then we just dived out to the left stood by these arches and the train like a couple of seconds later yeah it was literally two seconds after I got out the tunnel two or three seconds rocketed past like not virgin train fast but like south eastern railway like standard London train fast like fast enough to fuck you up like we saw dead goats and dead dogs like enough and dead vultures yeah definitely enough to kill you came out and I genuinely thought at that moment I was going to throw up. Like I don't know if it was adrenaline or fear, but I was like, for a few seconds, I was like, I'm actually going to throw up. And it was just, yeah. That is the story of how Visit almost ended. Like, one, at the whole time we were walking there and back, we were like, we don't have phones, we don't have water, this is the most stupid thing we've ever Standard done. Standard stuff, we always, we do, always do stupid stuff, like driving down ridiculous <laughs> roads and blah, 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 blah. But the whole time we were like, this is just ridiculous like if something does happen it's going to be so ironic because of how unsafe we're being like just how uns- like we're just so stupid but th- no, it's not even that like we weren't ignorant we know we were being stupid yeah yeah it wasn't like oh it'll be fine we were like this is so risky yeah like because if you broke your ankle in the fucking canyon and we didn't have a phone on us like I would have to have walked that however many kilometres back just to get a phone to then get a well, helicopter wouldn't fit down there like no the whole the whole thing was ridiculous Standard us. So yeah, we escaped this train, and then we had to still, walking back, before we got to the second part of the fourth tunnel, we waited until the other train came past, which was cool, because then we knew we were safe. And we still had to walk back through three other tunnels. I managed to find a nice mountain spring. Yeah, just so a spring to drink from. And then we eventually got back to the car, and didn't get home until like 10pm. But we had a good barbecue waiting for us, so it was well. But yeah, just those, those few minutes afterwards, I was like... Initially, I was, like, sick with fear and adrenaline, and then, you, then it kind of wears off, and you're like, that was fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> fully just in shock. I'm, I'm happy to not repeat the experience. Yeah. And uh, are we going to do camera news, or are we going to do questions? Camera news first, I think. And I think that was our, our story out of the way. We're, we're going to try yeah. and keep this one relatively short, as the other one was, but hopefully this one will be a bit more entertaining, as we have comments and questions and bollocks like that. User interactions. 
Yeah, yeah, better than last time we were just explaining stuff. As I'm sure some of you all know, Photokin is going on. I don't care if I'm pronouncing that right or wrong. I think it's already ended. Yeah, no, it did end at the end of the other day. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's about a million new cameras out, um, but there's only one that Giles and I have any kind of, not even interest in really, just a knowledge of aim. As you say, we're just canon people, but, but I mean, we're canon people at the moment, but other cameras do interest me, but at the end of the day, we're on holiday, we have limited internet access. Yeah. Sony have just released, as we said last time, a shitload of cameras. Like, I swear it is, like, it's like 20 six, or 30. 16 or something, I think. Yeah, it's, but we, we yeah. don't have time to read all the cameras. And yeah, and Sony, like, we don't oh, know that, the models. That so. fast smells horrendous. Who did it? You, I'm assuming. I didn't fur. It smells like that dead dog or something. No, I didn't. Really? I, I, yeah, I promise you, I didn't. God. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to haunt you. Um, anyway, Sony released so many cameras that it's pointless trying to keep up with them. Um, Nikon and Canon have released pretty much identical cameras as always. But, yeah, so to keep the news simple, the only bit of camera we've heard about is the Canon 60. Um, and I didn't, didn't misspeak then. But it's the cheapest... Full frame camera ever, world's cheapest. Yeah, that's it basically. Same sensor as the 5D Mark II. Uh, Which I assume means the same sensor as the 5D Mark III? No, 5D Mark III's got a much better sensor. Uh, oh, so they've basically gone like. Now that we've got Generation old, yeah. Yeah, no, it is that. It's, it's old, we're just going to put it in a plastic. It's essentially. It's a plastic body, it's not as well built as the 5D. Um, it's like a lesser upgrade. It's like a lesser upgrade to the 5D. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's like a halfway between. It's more halfway between the 7D and the 5D Mark II. So it's like a full, more like a full-frame 7D than yeah. a uh, like cheaper 5D, I'd say. I think the thing is, though, is like, as much as we're... No sli- floppy screen. Yeah, good. Much really, really I don't know, just in fact, uh, smaller as well. Yeah. But as much as we're, like, slightly camera nerdy in the sense that we use cameras to make money and it's our business and <laughs> we enjoy it and blah, blah, blah. Like... We're not so camera nerdy that we orgasm over every camera that comes out. Yeah. And also, when we're interested in cameras or lenses, it's usually because we're in the market to buy one. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, we've got a 5G and 7D, and we're not looking to buy anything else, so therefore we're not really looking at every specific detail. No. And, although, like, guys... Yeah. Although kids are... Like, guys ask on Facebook or whatever, like, oh, tell us about this camera. Most of the people who ask us those questions are the same people who are like... I've just brought this camera, like, how do I put it in video mode and things like that? Like, re- I mean, not not to insult some of the people listening, but some of the people who ask camera questions aren't exactly camera per- professionals. Like, mm. they're people who've saved up money and brought a camera. Yeah. And although we could try and specifically educate you by doing this, it would take so long and blah, blah, blah yeah. and YouTube and there's far better ways to do it. So the second, like, we, we want to talk about cameras and we want to, people ask, well, what do you think about this camera? And we can say, oh, it's great, go for it. But if we start going into Aperture and blah, 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 <laughs> and Aperture was the worst way mm. of describing that. If we start going into camera and lens, <laughs> but no, if we start going into detail specifics, that's not what most of our listener base want to actually hear. They just no. want to hear generalised. It's not what things. we are interested in either. I mean, we are when we want I mean, to know, the only thing when, that, like, when the we the want thing to we're waiting for, mostly on a DSLR, Canon DSLR is 1080-60. Yeah. Like that, like that is it. Just everyone else has done it. Why has Canon not done it? Yeah. That like, if you want to go down nerdy routes, that's the only kind of thing. Because we want, we want 1080 full frame slow mo because that would just be perfect. Yeah, exactly. And we like, but apart from that, a 6D, 
I'm, I'm sure for video mode, because we're not photo, it's, it's going to be 1080p. 1080p looks pretty much the same unless you're going to go down to codex. So if you picked up a thousand, like even if you picked up 1100D that does 1080p at 30, or a 5D mark, no, not 5D because that's full frame, but, or a 7D, or a 6, um, no, 7D, um, the image will look pretty much the same if you're using the same lenses. But what annoys me is when people are like, oh, this camera's come out and the ISO can go 10,000 stops higher. It's like, yeah, but you're never going to use that. No. I don't care how fucking high the ISO can go and go. It's At, when you get 5D Mark III and it's got usable ISO, that's what you want. But even then, usable isn't that usable. I don't know, I've seen 5D Mark III, some of the high ISOs on that. Some of them, yeah. But like, we, I don't think I've ever used a shot, ever, that has been above 1,200 ISO. No, no, no. Ever. And it can go up to 12,800. Oh, but that's because it's usable up to that, though. Yeah, it's so not. you could, though. Maybe for photos is better. Yeah, but exactly, like, yeah. Photos are a big difference. But that's what the anal little specific... Changes are. And, and, people, and people will use like, that as points to be like, oh, but this camera's better than this. It's like, I don't give a shit. Like, video modes is what it's like. That's the problem is that HD DSLR makers, so Nikon and Canon mainly, they're still too focused on the photo side of it. Oh, they they always, I think they always will be. Yeah, I know they will be, yeah. 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 Like, but, well, not necessarily. What with the uh, 1DX yeah, and the 1DC, both of those are more video mode. They just need to make a 5DC. But basically, Canon have basically brought out this full-frame, cheaper, lighter... It's good that a full-frame camera is cheaper, because yeah, it means people, that... Yeah, people need to see, like, full-frame, because full-frame is incredible. But it's not to. like... They're still making the 5D Mark II, and mm. it's more expensive than the Mark II you can get for it. Like, just go for a Mark II still, surely. There's no reason to go for the 6D. It's not as weatherproof as the 5D Mark II. It's not as big it's not as sturdy still hasn't got a flash or anything there's no like I really cannot see an advantage yeah um but yeah so that's that's essentially camera news can, yeah, can, we, can we be asked to talk about anything else we're on holiday technically not that we haven't spent all day out filming but is there any other obvious camera news uh I've made a camera that can do what is it a trillion frames a second or something yeah but that's not like any of our users <laughs> our <laughs> listeners are going to be like oh. <laughs> No. Um, Hubble telescope's still up. That's a photo camera. Yep. They posted something the other day, didn't they? Curiosity. That's doing some filming. Yep. Uh, I'm sure Johnny Pets has been out doing some filming. Shout, shout out to Johnny Pets. Stand a shout out. So that's a very brief camera news that we really didn't put much effort into, I guess. But we're on holiday, as Giles said. Um, if you something else Giles said, I believe he also promised you a time to try this episode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think, no, no, I didn't even promise it on the podcast. I mentioned it after while we were editing it. Something's really loud. Are you flushed the toilet? Is that the toilet? Yeah, it is. It is the toilet. I apologise, listeners, that is the sound of my urine being pushed away. Uh, something to uh, cover up... Slaves are carting away the urine. <laughs> something to cover up the noise of this toilet flushing is, uh, I think my bowels are going to be quite happy to be away from Spain. <laughs> yeah, your time to try. Is either the water or the olive oil? The, the heavy olive oil diet <laughs> they're just not being good to me um, <laughs> I'll come back for that well, it's not like you've seen it no I've what, experienced it what's this time to try then I don't know No, I'm not, I wasn't bringing that up because I had an idea we've had happy hippos today <laughs> <laughs> regurgitate one <laughs> yeah I mentioned while we were editing I was like oh shit didn't do time to try and it appears we haven't now and to be honest unless there's a time to try within about a foot of me just there's like, water, there's some tap water. You can try that and see the yeah. effect it has on you. See if I can shit myself. 
I'm um, trying to eat Listeners, we've let you down once again. Yeah, I'm going to time to try this beer. I can't even do that. <laughs> Too full. Taste like beer. Cool, that was a good experiment. Um, I'm sure I can find something in the kitchen that's weird. No, I'm so good right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't eat anything and I don't really drink anything else. Man up. That's what you always said to me. Man up. Oh, I believe it's your turn, mate. Oh, yeah, but I'm just talking about drinking beer. I think it's time to move on to questions. I think it is. Uh, anything else we're missing that's obvious? Our first Facebook question is from Stan. Stan? Sam Story. Stan Story. When did you start up Vizio Productions? Listen to the first podcast. Yeah. We're not going to answer this question every single time. November 2009, I got out a big old loan, approached Jamie, well no, I approached Jamie and said... Don't go through it again, don't give me... Oh, no, I'm, this is abbreviated, we're doing this because I was just going to... Alright, Joe's got a loan, we've got some cameras, Joe's fell off a roof, there you go, this is the, this is the subject oh, wow, of every single podcast. That is abbreviated, yeah. Uh, yeah. 2009, November, I wanted to set up a video. Wait, what, did, what was the exact question? When did you start Visit When did you start Art Visit Productions? November 2009, done. That's all we have to say. <laughs> Alright, cool. Let's move on. <laughs> Max. Max Cave, he said, How's life? Max Cave from Store Parkour. Oh my god, Store Parkour. He said, How's life? Max, life is good. We're sitting in Spain doing a podcast, drinking lots, enjoying the sun. Not we can't even really drink, complain. Not, not even drinking lots. No, not even drinking lots. But, um, no, life's Drinking an adequate amount. Life's good, Max. We need to Thank see you. Thank you for the caring. We need to see you more often. Even I, don't, I don't. I generally. I like I can't seeing, tell the difference between Max and Drew. I like seeing the <laughs> stories, but at the same time, they put me on edge because I never believe a word they say. The Uncle Jay. Just, yeah. They just, <laughs> they just drive me mad. But, uh, anyway. I wonder if they appreciate the shout outs on the podcast or if they just think the I think, ben, I think Bench does. I think Bench shakes. He quakes. <laughs> yeah, he goes, ooh. Bench K, Max's brother. Uh, we still need stories from Terry. You two. Yeah. Uh, Joe O'Brien, why is special, <laughs> special brew so goddamn tasty? Is this references? Is it, well, it's clearly a reference. Is it references? I don't really like references. I mean, it's, it's a reference to a video that will be released in the next week, which won't probably be won't be. It will never be released. Well, it depends on your grading. Yeah, I know it does. Uh, and it won't be on our channel. It will be on someone's big channel. It will be uh, part of the series. Rhymes with five wires. Five wires, yeah. <laughs> or slim queef. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene involving special brew. Which we... Joe didn't even drink any. Shut up. I didn't drink any. I drank some. I took some home and drank it in bed and it was horrendous. (laughs) Social brew is like beer mixed with whiskey, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. That's why it was originally. I don't think it is anymore. It sounds far too good. But why is it so goddamn toasty? Because Winston Churchill said so. So there you go. And also because Jamie had to buy some and then we were mocking the fact Jamie brought some. I bought four back of Special Brew. That's a life experience out of the way. As some... Chav came out of the shop behind him drinking it and it was just very awkward. He went, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron, loco, loco, park. I realise I should read some of these questions. You're just speeding well, it, through them. It's because I've got them here, so... That's why we should put them on notes. I've got, I've, got them on, I've got them on the console. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie's vision can't see this far. The laptop has been dragged away. Oh. <laughs> no, Jamie, don't open that tab. What's this horrible child porn you've got? Hmm. Brian, Brian Greig, 
I'm going to horribly butcher your name. Cameron has just listened to this and he's been like, oh, my question next. And then you just... No, I'm not going in order. That's not fair. You shot always mix them up. Um, anyway, Brian Greig. I'm just going to start mixing questions and names. That'd be even more fun. <laughs> See if you've noticed. Brian Loco. Um, do we ever get in trouble f- with the police for filming? It's a good question. I don't know if we've asked it before. I think we have. Do we ever get in trouble with the police for filming? have been asked it. Well, Brian, I'm assuming you're a free runner. Have you ever got in trouble with a police for free runner? His, his picture is legs. It, the picture, if I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna scan it down like like a camera would. It goes sky, legs, body, land. So I'm gonna guess he's a free runner. Sounds like he's doing a backflip. Yeah, exactly. Or something. <laughs> um, so, Brian, yes, obviously, but not any serious trouble. Have you ever got in trouble with the police? Probably, but. Okay. We've never got any tickets or any warning, like official warnings. Or... Yeah, and you just got a ticket. You mean a uh, a penalty fare? A slip. No, slip. we're not on a train. Or a fine. We have got a penalty fare. Yeah. But no, we've got in some minor trouble with a, with the old uh, 5-0. I've never been in trouble with the police, probably. Why, why are they called the 5-0? Because it's America, I guess. Hawaii 5-0. Is that it? But that must be called for some reason. But no, we, we get warnings and we get told off and we get told to get down or stop filming. But no, we haven't been ever accosted and put in a cell like Jake Branford. Um, there's, your, there's your shout out, Jake. He, Jake and his uh, uni mate have started a brand called Dope Collective, which although dope is one of those names, one of those words that can sound really gay. You're like, oh, oh the man. t-shirts that say swag dope. No, no, they say, they just, the shirts are actually really nice. Like really, really nice shirts. So like, yeah, there's there's a shout out. However many listeners we get, like five thousand, I think the last the last count was on this. <laughs> At least, yeah, I think that's per day, isn't it? Dope, dope collective. They're nice shirts, and I would love one because I filmed half your showreel for you. There's there's a shout out. Please don't get arrested again. Do you want another good question? Yep, go for it. Chris Wileyamson. Chris Williamson. No, I'm just I'm butchering people's names. This, this is, is Chris. This, this is, is my Chris, new fan. This is Chris Williamson who has asked us for the last two weeks to watch his video, and we have yet to do it. Um, this is the guy who I don't care he is You know me <laughs> I care though well, we, I said we were going to watch it When we were uploading Well the social side of Visit I'm not Yeah we, we, we still haven't watched it Chris We will at some point But we have limited access here What so. names do you use the most And why that's a, that's a good question from Chris It's a hard question I'm going to say now 2470 Yeah I'm going to say 2470 It's a good all rounder And why Because it gives you uh, As much as it sounds stereotypical It's wide and you can zoom a bit But it's sharp It's so sharp Yeah it's it's a very good general lens I mean it's uh, All of our lenses are now 2.8 or quicker So Yeah It really depends on what we're filming Like Some stuff we'll use a lot But if we had to pick up a camera and a lens You'd pick up 2470 Yeah if if we were going to go out for a general day trip somewhere Like oh let's go explore this place 2470 Yeah As far as it's sharp and you have a good range 1116 is too wide and too distorted and obviously any other and the the primes are just too depth of field well the primes you can have a lot of fun with and you can make some really nice images but if you only could have one lens yeah if you get into a room and you're like I've only got one lens and it's like some nice hallway or something like that and it's too and you can't get wide it's it's a bit of a pain and it's something in the distance but I mean on top of that 7200 is such a beautiful lens oh definitely but just not as practical when it comes to general I'll read yeah. one more and then you can read the rest. The Canon 2470 2.8mm. Mark 1. Because where's the Mark 2 now? L lens for luxury. Where's the Mark 2 now, though? Yeah. We're not up on the game. Um, Alright, Cameron. I'll give you a chance. Cameron! I'm not even gonna... I'm not even gonna... 
He doesn't know what pounds are. He's asked us if we got given pounds. What? He's foreign. He can't know what pounds are. Pounds? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, he's from Canada. What, you, what did he ask? He said, if you were given £5,000 to make well, work on any video... That's like us saying, if you were given 5000 Canadian dollars. No, I don't believe it. How can he know? Because we're not retarded and therefore he isn't retarded. No, he definitely is. <laughs> anyway, if you were given £5,000 to make a work on any video, what kind of stuff would you do? Wait, to, um, make, a, to make a work? To make all work on any videos, oh. what kind of stuff would you do that only that kind of money would allow you to do? I know it's a little confusing, but I'm writing, I'm writing this as I'm waking up. Oh, that shows how much oh, he cares. so he, he's got his morning morning boner, and he's been given. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. Oh, now I'll probably be... Oh, I'd spend me listening to this, but yeah. Good, good lad, Cameron. Um, That's an interesting question. I mean, if if I, we were given £5,000 now and had to film some parkour, we've got enough kit that we can use already. I'd want to rent a Phantom, I think. Yeah, I think Phantom would be the one, because it's so... You basically can't get hold of a Phantom unless you have good money. Yeah. Like, we know people with reds. We know we've got people, aerial stuff now. Yeah, we've got aerial stuff now. We know people with better lenses than us that we could borrow. We know people with pretty good cameras. The only but, thing we don't have access to is a Phantom. Yeah, and Phantom creates such unique shots. Although it might be a very slow motion video, which some people might get all crying and bollocks about. Like, it would be an overuser. No, like, like I mean, you could you could. How do you do for the Gore-Tex job? <laughs> you could either do Phantom or you could put some money towards some insane location. I think a mixture of both, because well, how much is a phantom going to cost to hire for the day? No more than two grand. Yeah, maybe. And you could get a pretty good location, get some NCP car parks for... <laughs> <laughs> NCP car parks are free. For any for anyone wanting to film any parkour video ever... NCP it's a magical car- idea. NCP car parks in the UK. How many jobs have we done? In fact, in fact, has every single one of our jobs in the been filmed on an NCP car park? So Claudio lives in an NCP car park. I think it has. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I listened. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, to answer your question in short, I think it would have to be Phantom. Phantom, and then if there's money for locations, maybe, mm. something like that. Maybe some explosives just for fun, you know. A bit of fire. Yeah, <laughs> not all that hasn't been done before. Uh, so, is it my turn to I think it is. pop the question? Anthony Knowles, talk about the new up-and-coming Hobbit film, your thoughts and stuff. 48 frames a second, that's all I know. I know... The, the trailers look awesome. No. Like, seen them. No, they, they look like Lord of the Rings awesome trailers. It looks like they're going to be two. No, there's now three films, I think, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I presume it was one. I'm pretty certain they split it up into three films. I know they bought... Is this one that they bought 48 reds for? Yeah. All right, I'm going to Google it quickly. This right. isn't allowed during a podcast. We have to give misinformation. <laughs> Basically, they've, they've now split it up into two or three films. I think it was already going to be two. I think we now. should just give complete misinformation and stop, 50, stop 50, cheating and using the internet. 15 films. Yeah, that's better. 15 Hobbit films. And I think they had 58 reds for I, every single second. The of trailers footage. are cool, but the thing I read a while ago was when they first released test footage in... It was a NAB, I think, and they showed like a test scene. Because it's 48 frames a second, they said it looks so good that it's too good and that you can see makeup and you can see sets. Because obviously, you get a slight softness with, with lower frame rates. and therefore Especially on action. And therefore, like, what they said is that with Lord of the Rings, you can see that, like, the hobbits are hobbits and all of this. Whereas they said what it looks like with a 48 frame a second is it looks like you're standing at the side of a stage watching actors with makeup, very good makeup, and standing in front of sets that are sort of not necessarily always real. And you can tell, like, as much as it looks incredible, you can still tell. And they said it's really fucking weird. And it, it didn't get 
But part of that, could it not be, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I haven't seen any of the trailers and stuff, but part of it, could it not be that it's, um, everyone's so used to seeing just complete CGI these days and they're using a lot more real sets again than this? No, because Lord of the Rings was all real. Not all real, but like, say the Hobbit. Oh, so it's the same... Same Frodo's house, say Frodo's house or whatever. Yeah. Same thing. Like, it's yeah, just, okay. it's simply the fact that it's so sharp and it yeah. looks so good. That's like also it, probably because it's all from the reds. Yeah, it looks too good, which is it's a weird thing to say. We'll go on to the next question because I think that's a bit of a shit one because at the end of the day, the Hobbit, that's not really our type of thing. Um, I mean, Hobbits don't do bad <laughs> you're, you're, sh- you're shooting him down. I wish he had Anthony down. I don't even know who he is. I don't even know if I don't even know who he, he always, is. Every time I speak to him, he's like, it's Anthony or it's Anthony, but whatever, Ant. Who is it? Anthony Knowles, you've met him so many times. Probably have. So, so many. You've probably had you've probably had lengthy conversations with him at South Bank. <laughs> anyway. The genuine the genuine thing is I have no idea who he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. What do you guys rate on the Canon 600D on a scale and on, on a scale of one to ten? How ginger is Toby Seeger? Uh, six plus five. On the on the one to ten scale, I'd say. Six plus five, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, what would you rate the Canon 600D? Well, I have one to ten. Uh, 600D. Yeah, cool. 600 times D. Yeah. Uh, what other questions do we have? Losing every listener by the second. <laughs> 600D, good camera, we've spoken right in the past, listen to the back catalogue. Never, just, listen, never or, listen to new podcasts. Or just generally do your research into cameras. Like, as much as what do we think... The best camera out there now, for all we know, could be a Nikon. And if we're starting now, we may have bought a Nikon. If I, Who knows? if I couldn't afford a 70 or a 5D, I'd look between a 60 or a 600D. Or a 60D. They're pretty much the same camera. But just just look and look at what is a cost affordable to you. Because at the end of the day, you could make incredible films with a 500D. It's about the lenses, as we've said in the past. If, you, if you're struggling, if a 600D is going to be a push, then buy a lower camera and get a better lens. Yeah, as long as you can do 1080, 25p, you're sorted. Like slow mo is a bonus. Yeah, I mean just just all of them can now, can't they? Except the five fifty. I think so. Just, just, any just work with what you can work with. Um, there you go. Answered question. Yeah. Any more questions? Sarah Greenfield, Sarah G. Field, she asked me why am I so gay. Do you want to answer that, Jamie? No, I don't think I think that compromised my position in our relationship. <laughs> You'd be like, because of all those things you do to me every day. You're always on the bottom. <laughs> mm. Surely that means I'm the less gay one. No. Yeah, but if you're the, the gay it's a hole I'm putting my penis in. But if you're the one enjoying it. If you're a top, then surely you're the one, I don't know. That's a, this is a good, good debate. This is a good debate. Guys, alright, here's, here's your debate. We're not homophobic or anything. I respect gay people so much, but like we're just trying to be a bit funny. What would you consider more gay? Like, if if you were straight and you had to do either, <laughs> would you be a top or would you be a bottom? What would you prefer? A pole. There we go. I personally have no idea. Yeah, we'll we'll leave this one to you people. <laughs> that right. should be the end. I think we should just stop on that. Right now, I mean, sort of silence out. Just what would happen? And yeah, that's quite getting hot. a bit of an erection thinking about it. And the laptop is raising. Um. So what happened to us making a podcast about camera talk and being mature? Oh, we never been mature. No, I can never remember agreeing to that. No. Uh, do we have any other questions? Somebody actually, I can see here on the Facebook page. 
Oh, wait, wait, what about Ian Lyon? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. How did we forget Mr. Lyon? Ian, here's your fucking dedicated appreciation message that you asked for. I think you asked to have at least five minutes of chat. Two hours ago. All right, here's getting five minutes. It is 23.29 right now. Five minutes of chat about Ian Lyon. I spoke right. to him early on. He's just got an iPhone 5. Ian Lyon is one of those people. What I, I love know. Ian Lyon. He always complains that he has no money. Yeah, yeah. But he never complains. But I can imagine he complains he has no money. And he always, and he always has the latest gadget. He always... Retina drink. MacBook Pro, iPhone 5. He says he's more than some whiskey or scotch or whatever. Yeah. But... Alright, what does he do as a job? I know he does some parkour stuff, but I've never I don't seen, know. I've seen like very occasional videos from him. Ian, I'm maybe not Hitman. I'm not trying to put you down or anything, Ian. I've seen occasional short videos from you. I don't have ever seen any parkour videos from him. Of you and your friends doing tricks and things. But like, you must have another job. Do you work in like a bank or something? No, I think he's just a uh, Hitman. Because you're just like, oh, iPhone 5, bam, done it. Like, And then, uh, so, wait, but his question was uh, you win the lottery, what's the first thing you buy? I think probably... How much do we win? If we win a pound? I think I'd probably buy all the land. I'd buy all the land around Ian's house so he can't leave. I'd buy him socks. Just on a limited supply of single socks. He always complains about the weather. It's like you go onto his Twitter and it's like, oh, bloody rain, bloody wind. He even got them, what do you expect? Yeah. And um, what would we? This is a good question. What, the first thing... I mean, what, are we talking millions? I don't know, are we talking jackpot? Jackpot. Uh, yeah, I assume so. I'm assuming we're talking considerable amounts of money. Um... Sell Visive. <laughs> Sell it? Yeah. You just chuck it. You wouldn't say, who would buy a Visive? <laughs> Ian? Yeah, Ian, right? Or Johnny Pets or something like that. Um, in all honesty, I'd just buy my way into America and just live there. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> the I don't get what's so great about America. What would you do when you got to America? Finish learning how to fly and then just live my dream of actually just becoming a pilot. But would you actually? Yes. Would you be able to make a living being a pilot? Yes. Do you think? Yes. Surely there's so many other people doing the same thing. No. America. But, I don't know. I guess so. I don't want to depress you with talking about this. <laughs> when are you going to win the lottery? I don't need to win the lottery. <laughs> but, um, I just never looked, I guess because I've never looked into being a helicopter pilot in America. It just sounds like a really, like, rare thing. But I guess because it is rare, then it's more feasible. Yeah. Think but, about all the rich businessmen. Mm, my lottery win... I think I'd first pay my dad a shitload of money and tell him to travel because he works harder than anyone else I know. This is going to sound... This sounds really bent, but, like, I'm genuinely serious. I'd give him a shitload of money and say, quit your job, live your life, go travel, because I know how much he's wanted to and given up. What the fuck? Are they the same painting? No. So there's two paintings on the wall in here and they look identical and I can see them both next to each other. I can see them next to each other in the mirror. So it's really freaking me out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd send my dad off. I'd obviously sort my mum out. I'd, sort, well, I'd, I'd say I'd do all this. I'd probably like blow like 20 grand on like... Straight around coke. No, like meet, <laughs> meet and greet tickets to meet Rick Ross or something. <laughs> Not, I don't even like Rick Ross's music, but I'd just be like... I'd just kind of go up to him and be like, oh. Uh, Wait, that's the first time Rick Ross has ever got a shout out on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure he's listening right now. I'm sure he is. He's got his little grunt. Incredible. That would be incredible. Um, if we were going to win a visit, which I suspect would probably what he more meant, not about us personally. Fuck it. On it, on it. Uh, answer honestly. I mean, I'd, I'd do all that and then 
throw everything else into visive. I'll obviously sort myself out. I'll be gone. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. Then I'd have so much money that I'd build like a robot, Jamie. It's <laughs> a grading machine. I'd go canyoning with that instead. But no, if it was visive terms, then we just... I don't it, know, because... Invest and expand. Yeah. Try and... Yeah, I don't know. It's super hard because we never really I looked. feel as though we've got enough now that we like we can survive. I can't, I'm not really lusting after any other equipment. No, but it's not necessarily equipment. I mean, we could invest in branching out and hiring people and paying people who are better than us to work with us. To, <laughs> but, no, but, but being like, look, we've got the money to invest in this Being dons. Yeah, kind of. Just saying, look, we've got the money to do this project. We want you because you're good. You're an amazing director. You're amazing whatever and then I'm building bigger things and I guess from that bigger things would come but I mean lottery money is such big money that you'd just be like and just <laughs> yeah splurge I'd eat some of it <laughs> you probably would have to wouldn't you yeah of course if, get... if you had a hundred million pounds would you not eat a grand oh wow I was thinking like change it going I was thinking investing in a pound note <laughs> yeah. from the old times and then eating that yeah. like putting that as a match can I eat a grand putting that that, like, the minimum amount of notes you'd have to have is 20 pounds to five the minimum amount of notes you'd have to have is 50, 50 notes what a five pound notes no 20 pound notes why not five pound notes because that'd be even more oh minimum yeah right, you have 50 pound notes oh you can get 50s here so that'd be, two, so that'd be 20 notes oh be blend, blend it up and mix it into the mashed potato it'd be perfect every note for dinner yeah. god Mm. That's probably what Smash is made a, out of anyway. A grand every night. That would still only be 52 grand a year. You get, if you've got 100 million, you could still last a hideous, you could still last a million but years. But the thing is, when your money ran out and you got to the end of it and you were like, I just ate, like, even if you ate one grand over a night or a couple of nights, at one point you would be like, I ate a thousand pounds. Like, I ate a thousand. <laughs> I shit out a thousand pounds. See? Now. Current affairs, we have some videos coming up. Not really coming up, but we have... Oh, somebody, somebody asked about what happened to all the videos. Oh, yeah. Lol. Let's, let's have a look. Let me... All right, laptop's back out. Give me two seconds. Oh, God, Jazz's laptop's back out. Podcast is decreasing in quality again. All right, all right. TNL Media. Oh, that's unofficial. No, they're not at all. <laughs> no. Just running, guys. What happened to any of the following videos? Parkour or free running? Oh, can we go through these individually? Alright, parkour or free running? Did we ever mention this publicly? I don't know who this person is. I'm opening this is it Tim? Is it, T- is it T- TNL or TNL? TNL. Tim something like that. They're a page. The media production company I set, I set up in 2011 to broadcast everything I filmed to one product. It's not Scott Best then. No. But, yeah. They're talking about a video which we filmed one episode of and never released, never never even edited. Anything like that. The day we filmed it... No, we filmed two, because we filmed one with Tim and Yan, and we filmed... Yeah, yeah, Kyle. and then that kind but of... The, but the one we filmed with Tim and Yan, it was just us. And the one we filmed with Kai, it wasn't like it was a training day and we'd taken everyone away. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, we, we'd taken we filmed, another, we filmed another episode with Tim, which was just us, because we were doing a tutorial video... And we never mentioned... I swear we never mentioned it. So whoever you are, you're in our brains. Basically, parkour or free running was a thing we were going to do and then... We still time. might. Yeah, we still might, but we're not going to go in, in, into it anymore. But if you... how? Uh, yeah, that's confusing. Uh, Live White Goes. They are an ongoing thing. They will happen when we have the time. We're... Us and... There are, there are trips planned. Us and Tim Queef are very busy. 
So it, it they're just, more of a winter activity when there's not stuff in London going on. Yeah, just, hence why we went to Paris. What when did we go to Paris? October. Yeah, October. It just like, depends when trips happen and like when things get planned. Live was on a challenge that is pending. <laughs> they were right. They they did the first one did really well and they kind of went downhill. And also there was like we we had filmed some more of another one, but yeah, we started filming another one and then something an accident happened and it kind of put us off for a little bit. Yeah, so we're just kind of waiting until for that one, like. Life in a handstand, give it a week. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to be asking about that. Like, yeah. It doesn't mean that long. No. I mean, that's, that's... I mean, the thing about videos like that is you don't want to put them up too regularly. Yeah, exactly. And everyone always, like, no matter how long you leave, people still think it's too regularly sometimes. Yeah. So uh, that that's coming, don't worry about that. Heavyweights, I'm hoping one day. I don't think ever. Maybe not. I've, I've literally no idea. It, it, we need, like, a... F- Three. I think we should invite every single listener around for a private screening of heavyweights. Three consecutive good days of filming to replace some old footage and stuff like that, and then a few days of editing, it might be done. But it's, it's getting those days of filming with the good people. We need, like, Star Wars. It's winter, jobs, jobs are getting more scarce, so hopefully we should be able to get the bigger. Like, Star Wars will be back to Malta, so they'll oh, be that was another question somebody asked earlier. Was, um, let me just find that. Was, uh. <laughs> Is there a follow-up to the Bryson Parkour video? Maybe Cambridge or London? No. So, not planned, but I mean, I'd like to do it. I'd like to, that's I'd like to do it with a budget. I want to put effort... Yeah, that's the thing. It'd be nice to put... Like, that's where the five grand would go, into something like that. Mm. Go, to go back to another... Exactly. Country. And then Storm in Kiev, or Storm on the Roofs of London. We went, we went to Kiev, and we filmed a video. And it, yeah, that was... It will be up shortly. I mean, that was, to be fair, almost a month ago, but we're editing that at the time, and it's looking pretty good, so that will be up, so chill. And on the roofs of London... What is that? That will be the 123 Victoria job. Oh, yeah. That's up. We tweeted it. Yeah, we, we spoke about that on the last podcast. I mean, this, this guy wasn't actually asking podcast questions, but... Yeah. Um, he did write them. Oh, wait, that was the 22nd. That was four days ago. Sorry, mate. Uh, so, yeah, that was, a, that was a cool video, but we might use some footage of that for other things. Tee! And we can go up and get like the rest of the... Can't forget to do that. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. Right. We're done. Sorry, guys. I mean, hopefully this has been more, more interesting more interesting than the other one. We'll get back much more into the usual routine of things. Yeah. But at the moment, we, we just... These We've last... been so busy. Like, in the, as we said last week... Because it was last week. As we said last yeah. week, the... Uh, I can't actually say it for once. Um, it's not just us being busy. We, we try and do them with other people as well, as you know, with guests. Mm. And it's just, it, it's so hard. Like, as much as it's only one evening, just finding an evening where we've got a drink it, to it, do it. And, and it's, it's, take, it's the next day off as well. Next yeah, morning it takes off. off the next day. And you've got to edit it then, as well. So it is more effort. Next time, hopefully, we should have some special guests. Um, they might fly into the studio. Whee. But, yeah, so they, they should be up for a laugh, which will be good. And it'll be... They're just starting up, so... Yeah, but these, these last two have just been a bit short and a bit sort of relaxed because we're not... We, we haven't had much time. Both times we've been out for dinner beforehand, so we're just trying to get them... We want to give you guys something to listen to because a lot of you guys enjoy listening to our sexy voices. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed this one a bit more than last time because it's been maybe not... I don't know, it's probably been pretty interesting, but... Just remember, guys, bottom or top. Yeah, bottom or top. That's, that's what we want to hear next... On, on iTunes, 
anyone listening right now, we always ask for comments on iTunes and you rarely ever do it. Subscribers. Subscribe, comment, that's all we need. But all we want on iTunes is the comments to be telling us whether or not you think bottom or top is more gay. But not in a homophobic way. No, not in a homophobic way. We're not trying to imply that. But yeah, just let us know. Goodbye, next time. Hasta luego. Hasta, what, what, sayonara? No. No, adios. Adios. Alright, and yeah, this will get edited on the plane and then we'll be back in England. Back in rainy, rainy England. Yeah, we find this pretty shit. Alright, goodbye. Adios. Bye bye. All I need is THC, higher than Miss Courtney. Love, murder in the first degree. Oh. Oh.